I'm Cynthia Murphy and I'm Georgia Bowers and today we're joined by the lovely Josh Winning sorry I got a bit overexcited then um it's just all it's all too much the excitement radio times I know and everything <laughs> um so hello oh, yes hello by the way Let, yes. Can you say hello Josh sorry um, hello hello he's really here with us um, so Josh is going to talk to us today about something he's come across on the internet. But first, he's going to tell us about, he's going to tell us three facts about himself, one of which is not true. And we will reveal which one is not true at the end. But we're going to start with me and Cynthia trying to guess. So Josh, share your three facts with us. Okay, I feel like I should probably read them all out with like a real monotone so that I don't give anything away. Yes. No, you uh, have to okay. do, do them all in a different Muppet voice. Mmm. <laughs> 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 Do Miss Piggy and then I'll do Kermit. <laughs> and then Animal at the end. Just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Completely incomprehensible. Did we not prep you for this bit? Sorry. Yeah. No, no. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So my three facts are I had a flying stick insect as a child. I really hate peanut butter. And I once interviewed Sir Christopher Lee. <gasps> Hmm. I don't know if flying stick insects are real, <laughs> so that could be a lie. <laughs> um, peanut butter, I could believe that because I think it's a it, it's like marmite, isn't it? It's a bit of a love hate. Yeah, but I don't know whether he was concealing an absolute love for it when he said <laughs> when he said the sentence that he loves it so much it came out in in the way he said it, like he had to force mm. it out. I really want you to have met Christopher Lee. Yeah, that would be cool. When do, is he? He's not alive, is he now? Oh, he's not giving anything away, is he? Look, he's just shaking his head. Fortress. Yeah. Fortress of solitude. No information <laughs> going in or out. <laughs> I think I think it was the way you said, I hate peanut butter. <laughs> oh. It, 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 you just actually love it. And I think that one might be mm. false. I think it's the first one. I think maybe you had a normal stick insect and you've tried to make it more interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we could easily find out if flying stick insects are th- is a thing, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not no, that would be cheating. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So everyone Google doesn't a, exist. Yeah. Everyone this. can have a think. Mm, okay. So I think one, you think two. Mm. I love peanut butter. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Does, does peanut butter just suddenly make me really camp? I know, you didn't sound like that at all. No, you can tell that this is the end of the, this is our last recording of the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. brilliant. I, I am disappointed it. it wasn't in Kermit's voice, though. Uh, I actually don't think I can do Kermit. It's um, it's too ingrained in me, the actual voice, that I, I'm not sure I can replicate it. Yeah. Um, Miss Piggy is just sort of like, mmm. <laughs> like, See, that's maybe like more Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it, did, Frank, did Frank Oz do Miss Piggy's voice? Yeah. Yeah. He did yeah. Yoda and Miss Piggy. So. Oh, really? Yeah, that was good. Oh, okay. Oh, I can't no. do voices. I'm always really jealous when people can do voices. <laughs> My boyfriend is like a parrot. He can hear something once and then he does it perfectly. Really? It makes me really annoyed. <laughs> I hate Such it. a good party trick, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Does he mimic your voice? Oh, oh, that would oh, be. I don't know. Not never to my face. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. yeah, not like you, Georgia. 
<laughs> You're lucky that really we've got a screen separating yeah, In a really offensive way as well. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sorry, Josh. This is our third this is our third screen date. So I feel like we're yeah. at ooh, we're at that stage in our relationship that I yeah. you know. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. Who knew that you were such oh, yeah. a big Dark Crystal fan? Who isn't? Yeah. I've never Absolutely. seen it. You've never <gasps> seen Dark Crystal? No. Oh, Cynthia. Oh, wow. Yeah, you'd love yeah. it. You should watch feel, it on a Sunday afternoon. I feel like I'm literally a year or two, just too young. Do you know, Labyrinth was like my, so anything earlier than that was a little bit too early for me. Yeah, it's so good. And actually, if you haven't seen it, I'm really tempted to like come over to your house just so I can watch it <laughs> with you. Because I love, I love watching The Dark Crystal with people who've never seen it before. Because it's, it's just... They were so shocked. All about the, the nakedness from George's. Oh yeah. <laughs> the weird naked, naked girl Yeah. Wait, this this isn't yeah. going the way I thought it was going to go. Um, <laughs> can I just say one more thing? Can I just go on, say one and then we'll thing? let Josh actually talk about the dark crystal. And we were talking about one of your questions, Josh, was that do you think it would have had the same impact if it was filmed like with humans? <laughs> and we had a bit of a chat about that. Do you remember? And I yeah. always regret that I didn't say that they should have made one with the Muppets, Muppet version, and Kermit oh. played, you know, wouldn't wouldn't you have loved to have seen that? Oh, God, yes. Like Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol, but in the Dark Crystal. Yes. That would be brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tangent now and ask, have you seen the video that's doing the rounds on the internet of the Dirty Dancing finale dance, but to the Muppets theme tune? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. So, you know the bit where Johnny's doing his little dance off the stage, but it's... Da, 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 da. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. It's really funny. <laughs> I'm going to watch that off right after this. <laughs> okay, Josh, what are you going to tell us about today? <laughs> okay, I'm going to put my science hat on. I'm in no way a scientist, so I can't vouch for the accuracy of any <laughs> of this information. It's purely based off my research online. Uh, so I'm going to talk to you about the human body Ooh. and how we're not quite as human as you might think we are. Ooh. And don't worry, I'm not going to suggest that we come from Mars or that we were grown in like futuristic farms like the Matrix. Like that's not, uh, we're talking about actual human beings in reality in the present day. So in a nutshell, there are as many human cells in the human body as there are other types of cells, such as parasites, viruses, microbes, and bacteria. So basically each person on the planet is only really half human. Oh, you look at it like that. Yeah. Is this why I'm yeah. not real? <laughs> I'm like half bacteria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people may be more bacteria than others and we won't judge them. <laughs> you know what? It would make sense of a lot in my life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, a lot, a lot of the, you know, the, things can go wrong, which we'll get into. But clearly, like if you've got a parasitic infection, that can have all kinds of side effects that might make you seem less human than the average person on the street. Wow. Yeah. This is so this is a fact that I stumbled across. I think it was around, I've got it here 2019, but I think it was before then. I was researching bodies and bacteria because I was writing a book about 
men turning up dead with their insides completely messed up. And it was like this kind of fantastical idea that I had, obviously really disgusting and horrible, but I wanted to find some kind of scientific hook that I could hang it onto that would make, that would help readers sort of like cross that bridge of, oh, okay, we're with you. We, we kind of believe this might happen. And I was freelancing because I'm a freelance journalist and I was freelancing at a, a health magazine at the time. And so there was a lot of interesting, weird topics to do with the human body that I was having to fact check. And this is one that really stuck with me, partly because it's just sort of like, what? Why? <laughs> you know? Like the, the, the proportion stuff that I'll go into is really quite shocking. And it sort of like taps into not just biology and the human experience, but also kind of the way we see ourselves and the things that we don't see or that we don't necessarily want to see about being a human being on this planet. Well, that's really um, deep. It is really deep. I thought about that. <laughs> the book isn't published. I finished it and uh, it's not found a home. Obviously, it's just far too... The world's not ready yet. You yeah. know, the world is not ready for this book. Just when I'm on my deathbed, I'll yeah. suddenly have a resurgence <laughs> because some TV show talked about it. But we take so much about our biology for granted and we only really notice that it's there when something goes wrong. So that can be from like getting cuts and scrapes where you sort of like, I'm always covered in cat scratches because my cat just loves to attack me. And actually it's sort of fascinating watching your body healing. Um, you know, it's like, oh, you just sort of take it for granted. And obviously there's more serious conditions like cardiac arrest or cancer where something is going on internally that is really quite catastrophic without it necessarily showing externally. So that's sort of like why I found it quite an interesting bit of uh, research. But going back to this like revelation that the human body is less human than we thought, it was actually long believed that the ratio of bacteria and other microbes in our body was actually 10 to 1. So it was thought that for every one human cell in our body, there were actually 10 foreign cells, which is sort of like, yeah. that's actually, that they've disproved it essentially now, because that's just insane. That is just so, you can't sort of, that doesn't make sense to me. But it was, it was known as the 10 colon one theory, which is a ratio of 10 to one. And it was originally theorized in 1972 by the microbiologist Thomas Lucky, Lucky with an E in his name. He estimated that bacterial cells in the body outnumbered human cells by around 10 to 1, which is why we get that, that name. Um, and that figure was used for decades in microbiome research. What is microbiome? I hear you cry. <laughs> I'd never heard of it. They like to use it a lot in um, sort of like probiotic adverts, you know, yogurt yeah. adverts and stuff like that. Yeah, talk, yeah, they do, the don't microbiome. they? That's yeah. the only reason I know what it is, because I've recently been on antibiotics and I've been taking ah. probiotics because apparently they completely mess up your gut biome. So, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So you're you're being advised to put have a yogurt. More- yeah, have a yogurt. <laughs> I don't need any yogurt. excuse to have a yogurt. I love a yogurt. What about peanut butter? No, no, Trixie. So let's just so microbiome <laughs> is the term that we use to refer to the microorganisms that live in and on all vertebrates. Um, vertebrates are animals like us that have a spinal column. So that encompasses everything from mammals and fish to reptiles and birds. And the easiest way to picture the microbiome is to think about it. Uh, I kind of think about it as like a like bit of a greenhouse where 
thousands of organisms all live, trillions actually, like the human microbiome consists of trillions of microorganisms, including bacteria, fungi, lovely parasites and viruses. And most of them exist harmoniously in a healthy person's body, mostly in the large and small intestines although they can be found throughout the body. And the microbiome has also been called a supporting organ, because even though it isn't like a specific thing like a heart or a lung, it does so much in maintaining just the general upkeep and operations of the human body that it's considered really quite vital to our existence. Obviously, like parasites for me just sound super horror territory. (laughs) And the thought of having parasites living in me is just a bit like, I don't like it and I don't (laughs) want to believe it. But it is, it's a fact. And it is kind of fascinating on a scientific level to think right now sitting here, we have a a heck ton of stuff inside our bodies that isn't necessarily us. That is crazy. Um, And apparently there are three main types of parasite in the human body. The protozoa are single celled organisms that spread through contaminated food and water and insect bites. Certain protozoa can cause things like malaria infection. So that's like a really bad one. Mm. Helminths, they just sound like fantasy creatures. Helminths are parasitic worms that root in the digestive tract. Helminths? And they can't... Helminths. (gasps) Yeah. I know it just sounds like some kind of horrific fantasy monster, doesn't it? Yeah. But actually they're quite benign because they... um, yeah, it's fine. They uh, they can't multiply. And if you're currently sitting there very worried that you have parasites, the symptoms, if you want to look out for them, if you want to do a bit of like a, a Google diagnosis, the symptoms can include skin bumps, rashes, weight loss, sleep problems, aches and pains, allergies and fever. So basically all of the symptoms of generally being ill uh, in any way whatsoever. <laughs> so I hope you feel, I think I hope you feel very comforted by that. Yeah. So coming back to the number of human versus non-human cells, um, so we talked about the 10-1 ratio. That was actually blown up in 2016 by three scientists called Ron Milo, Ron Sender, and Shai Fouch. And they say that the ratio is more like one-to-one, which is what I said at the beginning. They said that Lucky's report was elegantly performed, yet was probably never meant to be widely quoted decades later. Right. So clearly they think that there's it. And they looked at this though, isn't it? Very nicely worded, like, you know. I think sort of thing happens quite a lot, doesn't it, in the science community, I think. That they're just kind of always disproving each other in the most polite way possible. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like a gentleman's slap with a with a yeah. glove. No, it's a very silk glove. It's sort of like, yeah. you know, well done, but uh ha, we have discovered more than you. Yeah. Um so these scientists looked at experimental data including DNA analysis and something called magnetic resonance imaging, which I think probably means sort of like having a a scan that gives a 3D model of organs. Yeah, it's an MRI well. scan. Right. Oh, right. Of course it is. Yeah. So they use that to calculate organ volume, um, which I guess was sort of like maybe how you do a process of elimination. Maybe you kind of show what is there to figure out what isn't there or what isn't being counted. And they concluded that a man between the age of 20 and 30 years old who weighs 70 kilos contains around 30 trillion human cells and 39 trillion bacteria. But that's just a rough guide because as we said, a they call it a defecation event 
if you have a poo, that can change the the can temporarily change the ratio of how human you are. <laughs> Which kind of, That's amazing. It makes you makes you more human to have a poo, basically. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Which I think we probably kind of all relate to because not to get too graphic, <laughs> but you know when you've had like a really heavy night's drinking and you just feel absolutely awful. <laughs> <laughs> you always feel better when you've had a defecation event. I think. Yeah, yeah. And that's a nice way of putting it as well. A yeah. nice way of putting it. <laughs> just a defecation event. Yeah. It's just almost like let's get out the streamers and the party hats. Yeah. Have a defecation event. <laughs> Sometimes it does feel like that, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, such yeah. a relief. Yeah. So that's it. There you have it. We're not as human as you as you might have imagined. So when you say goodnight to your loved ones, you should probably say goodnight to their bacteria, their parasites, and their microbes too, because there's just as much of them as there is of your nearest and dearest. That is so weird. That is crazy. Yeah. Do you know what was weird though? Is like the more I read about it, the less weird it felt. Right. Mm. You know, like just reading it out just now, I'm like, yeah. It totally makes sense to me now. Mm. But when I first came across it, it was sort of this real mind-blowing moment where I was like, what do you mean we're only half human? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you just start to think if, when your stomach's gurgling, like, oh, obviously that's no, like they're all digesting to food and stuff, but they're all like, <laughs> feed us, feed us, yeah! Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's very sci-fi, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind Properly of comment that makes horror. me wish I still worked with kids because that's the kind of thing I would say to them. They'd all go home and go, you know, when my tummy rumbles, you know what it means? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. my baby parasites. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Screaming for peanut butter. And they'd yeah. love the poo thing, wouldn't they? Oh, oh God, yeah. 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 You'd have to teach them how to say, Mummy, I need a defecation event. <laughs> yeah. Is it a number one or is it a defecation event? <laughs> I have yeah. children. That will be the thing that I yeah. eat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Parasites. There you wow. go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> you've had witchy things. Yeah. And you've had, oh, we've had all sorts. You know, spooky things. Demons. I thought I'd bring some science to the table. Yeah. yeah we've yeah. had a bit of science. We've had some royal family stuff. We've had demons <gasps> and ghosts and murders. We've had all sorts today. Great. I do feel oh. like this has balanced it out, though. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. 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 Great. Oh. Are you going to share which uh, which fact is actually not true? Well, it really pains me to admit <laughs> that Georgia was right. I, knew I it. love peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't conceal your No, just seeing yeah. the words made my parasite no. so happy. <laughs> yeah. So I did have a flying stick insect as a child. Wow. Ew. I've never Googled. They don't need to fly, oh. do they? I didn't give it a name, but um, I've never actually Googled if, if they do exist, you know, now. But they were, <laughs> it was really weird because like, you know, normally like stick insects, they look like sticks. They're green. They sort of like wobble a bit and they just have six or seven legs, eight legs or something. This one that I got sort of like turned white and went really papery. And then it had wings. Oh, huge, gosh. huge, huge enormous wings. Right. No. <laughs> I think that as a kid, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
as a kid, I thought it was brilliant, but now just talking about it makes my my hair go up all over my body in fear. Well, <laughs> like when, I touch that thing. When we air this episode, if it suddenly gets taken down and we all get like visits from men in black suits, we'll know what it was, won't we? Yeah. 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 Maybe I was the original Dustin in Stranger Things. Maybe. Yeah. I stumbled across sort of like some weird mutated stick insect. But then you looked after it. I did. And I took it into school and it was like show and it was like show and tell. And oh, I was really God. upset because this was like seven or eight. Um she got really scared and she like flipped her long hair and the stick insect got all caught up in her hair. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, "Don't hurt my stickers!" <laughs> oh, and she was probably freaking out, wasn't she? She was just absolutely yeah. losing her shit. Was she found a week later with no eyes? Yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, she's no longer with us. No, she. <laughs> as far as I know, she's fine. Not really bad then. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I really hope she's fine. <laughs> So the alien didn't <laughs> do anything nasty to her. <laughs> no, didn't lay eggs in her know. hair or something. I've I got a spider in my hair before, after we've been talking. I went outside and a little spider crawled in my hair. Well, I think that's good luck, oh. isn't it? Well, I tried not to kill it. Not for the spider. No, I'd, um, it was all right. I don't mind spiders, she says. And yeah. Getting festive with them now. <laughs> Just wait. Yeah. I had to Get a cat. I haven't seen a spider in months because our cat just eats them all. Oh, really? Our dog yeah. watches them scuttle across um, the thing and then, like, yeah, she's useless. <laughs> oh. She doesn't know what she's supposed to do with them. She wants to play with it. She's like, oh, hi. <laughs> you just got one cat, Josh. Just got the one. Yeah. yeah. Penny. Oh, Absolute oh. monster. Absolute monster. Covered in scratches. <laughs> Oh no. We were talking to yeah. Annalise earlier and she said she's got two, but one's really stupid and what'd she say? Oh. Basically an ornament. Yeah, it's ornamental. <laughs> yeah. I wish Penny was an ornament. <laughs> Penny's Penny basically thinks that I'm another cat, so she's constantly meowing at me, pouring oh. at me, trying to get my attention. My I'm surprised she's not in now, actually, having a little just walking in front out. of the camera. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Locked out for my own safety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We used to have a cat. Um, she was called Sybil. Oh, she, yeah, like Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, yeah. Is that who it was named and, after? Um, um, I think that's who it was named after. Brilliant. We had her since she was a kitten. And within about an hour of having her, we realised that she was an absolute terror. And she was the worst cat in history. And she, she lived till she was like 24, but she was extremely aggressive. And we think oh, no. she was probably a bit blind because if you got near her, she would just lash out at you and clamp. You know, they do that thing where they clamp onto your foot and they're like trying to yeah. skin you alive. That's what she used to do. Oh, oh bless lovely. her. Misunderstood. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. But, um, um, thing. I know. Josh, where can we find you online if we want to find out more about you and your writing? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Josh Winning, which is not losing uh i am on instagram at joshua winning just i like to shake it up there just throw three more letters in there yeah there actually is another josh winning on there and it's very upsetting i'm like he doesn't even use his account i'm like just give it back to me uh and just on joshuawinning.com if you want to check out that as well yeah and your book is the shadow glass yes the shadow glass yeah i didn't so yeah i wanted to do some research a story about what i researched for the shadow glass but actually 
I didn't really do any research with the Shadow Class because <laughs> it was just all the films that I loved and still do love and know Inside Out. No research yeah. required. It's Very kind of research to be influenced, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. All about all inspired by Labyrinth and Dark Crystal and all that. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really yeah. cool. I'm still Thank reading you. it. I'm a very slow reader, but I'm really enjoying it. I love the the bits in between each chapter. It's so clever. Oh yeah, like the found documents. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Ooh, that was that, that was super fun to write. Yeah. yeah it's I kind really of want different. To, well, because the book's kind of about um fandom. And I kind of I sort of I wanted to do found found documents just for like a fun challenge and to sort of like develop the world but I also the byproduct of that was it hopefully kind of makes the reader feel like a fan of a film that doesn't even exist you know they feel like they know that film already so hopefully that's the kind of effect that you get oh definitely yes I will put a um an order link in the show notes if anybody wants Ash's book thank you so much for coming on and weirding us out and (laughs) joining us thank you for having me it's been brilliant Yes, it's been lovely. Thank you so much. And we'll see everybody next time. Yeah. Bye. Next week. Bye. Browser history deleted.